Hello, Millennium Live listeners. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Connor Tui. I'm happy to be doing another episode here in 2024 with the Millennium Alliance Partner Series. Today, we're going to be having a conversation around AI and the cybersecurity risks and benefits that exist, as well as how our partner today solves for these. We have a great partner, a company called Splunk, a great guest to share all the cool work that Splunk is doing with AI and talk about some of the the ways the industry is handling some of the cybersecurity risks and benefits that exist. Paul is an expert on cybersecurity and co-founded TrueStar, which was later acquired by Splunk. And we'll talk a little bit about that and how he currently is the chief cybersecurity advisor and field CTO over at Splunk. He's also a founding board member of the Cloud Security Alliance, a longtime analyst partner of the Millennium Alliance. Paul began working on cybersecurity at the White House in the 1990s, where he served in senior positions relating to critical infrastructure and counterterrorism. Paul has held numerous private sector cybersecurity positions, and his work in intelligence analysis, counterterrorism, and critical infrastructure protection influenced his approach to cybersecurity. Specifically, the fields highlighted the need to build a cloud-based automated exchange platform that addresses barriers to sharing information while providing immediate value to operators defending networks. So happy to have Paul Kurtz with us. Paul, thanks for joining Millennium Alliance and, and Millennium Live podcast, and it's very good to be talking with you today. Connor, great to be here. I'm looking forward to the conversation. Awesome. So just to jump right in, I know I gave you a nice uh, little bio there, but you know, I'm just interested, I'm sure our audience is, just a brief background of how you get into an industry like cybersecurity. It's it, it's one of those industries like there's got to be a there's got to be a story there. So, you know, you have great experience working in the White House and and starting a company like TrueStar. So, you know, where were you in your career then and and where you are today at Splunk? Actually, it is it is kind of an interesting story as to how I ended up in cybersecurity. And the bottom line up front, when my boss at the White House at the time, Richard Clark, asked me to take on the cyber portfolio, my first response was, what did I do wrong? Why are you asking <laughs> me to uh, take on this portfolio? But this was right before 9-11. It was right after Y2K and prior to 9-11. And he said, you had 24 hours, literally 24 hours to make up your mind. Otherwise, I got to get somebody else to take on a portfolio. And given that I've been working on counterterrorism, I kind of thought for that cybersecurity was going to be different. Terrorism, you have certainly malicious attacks, physical attacks that obviously cause lots of problems and difficulties. But when we look at cyberspace, cyberspace, the volume and pace of attacks, as I kind of looked forward, seemed like it was going to be a big problem. So I came back to him. I said, yes, I'll do it. And he's like, really? You got to be kidding me. And I said, no, I'll do it. So I carried uh, the cyber portfolio and continued to do counterterrorism through 9-11 and then really shifted over to cybersecurity and critical infrastructure protection in the post-9-11 context. Exactly. Very interesting story, and I, I I would love to dive more into your career and specifically. But you know, on today's show, I want to talk a lot about technology that's expanding such at a rapid pace, and seems like a, a buzzword that everybody's talking about. But it's true, AI and ML could be taking over the world. We'll see. We'll see what your response is. But I know that with AI comes threats and perhaps vulnerabilities. But I think I want to start off about how it could enhance and help. So from what you've seen, uh, 
in, in so far in early adoption of AI, how can it enhance threat detection and response in cybersecurity? And what role does AI and ML currently play in identifying and mitigating vulnerabilities? Yeah, it's a great question. If we were to look back a few years, uh, or even more than a few years, one of the things that we've seen is you know, uh, companies have a myriad of tools that they're using to seek to secure themselves. And they are teams that have been formed to operate those tools and try to you know, curate and cull uh, the right data in order to better protect systems. But going back to the point I said earlier, the volume and pace of, the, uh, of events and attacks, or in, and if you will, vulnerabilities uh, as well, it just clearly outpaces humans. So where we were, you know, if you will, in the early uh, 23 or 22 context was a lot more automation was being brought into play for cyber defense. And now with AI, you can leverage AI to, if you will, accelerate more what was being done with automation. So to bring that to life a little bit, you know, think about the ability to apply AI in the context of monitoring systems, being able to more rapidly have pattern recognition and be able to assemble a picture as to what is actually going across, what is happening on your networks. That those kind of things, AI will greatly facilitate, similarly speaking, with vulnerability um, identification and more, more importantly, mitigation. There's a lot of tools that are out there that help identify vulnerabilities. Well, then how do you mitigate those vulnerabilities? And AI will help us on that front as well. I do want to dive into some of those tools that you're, that you're referencing, Paul. One of the things I know is that AI can certainly enhance accuracy, efficiency of security operations. It could be utilized to strengthen identity and access management systems and, and contribute to the development of security measures and certainly against phishing attacks and social engineering tactics. For enterprises who are adopting, currently adopting AI-driven cybersecurity solutions, and you know, from my experience that you you have, Paul, what are the key advantages of implementing tools and AI-driven cybersecurity solutions? We have companies with very large teams, people that are seeking to that have been supporting technologies in order to make them run efficiently and to derive value from whatever tool it might be. In the context of AI, everything can be expedited and integrated that much more. And I think that's the, you know, that is the big challenge we have. And I get concerned because I, I still do think there's this point of departure that you know humans have to address these problems in cyberspace i think we're quickly getting <laughs> that that's no longer a viable strategy the strategy is going to become the application of ai to handle vulnerabilities and threats but more importantly if you look at the economics of it think about all the training that needs to be done in order to have a team of people work coherently together in order to secure a very large enterprise like a banking and finance industry. That is untenable over time. And we could, let's say, just for the sake of discussion, we continue to pump money into all sorts of training. We expand those teams, but yet we're coming up against what will be the application of AI for negative in order to 
conduct attacks. And I think, you know, we, we really do need to focus on how we're going to leverage AI, how we're going to use it, how we become less dependent on humans in order to de defend systems. So the, the timing is, we're, we're at a, a very important inflection point now because AI is, is here, it's here to stay. It's going to give us, you know, great benefit but they're also going to be that negative application of AI as, as well as we could expect from adversaries. Absolutely. And I, before I, I kind of jump into that, I would like to maybe get your thoughts on some of the work that's being done at Splunk and some of the solutions that Splunk has in terms of their AI solutions and tools. I noticed, you know, it, it's kind of this human in the loop AI that's accelerating mm. detection and investigation and response. So, you know, I would like to get your thoughts on on that, what that really means and keeping the human in the loop. But again, as you mentioned, relying on a AI and perhaps you can talk about why, you know, solutions like this can have ROI. And especially if those enterprises who are who are looking to invest in solutions like Splunk, what they should be expecting. Good question. Given that we're just starting out, well, this is the collective we. This is not just Splunk. Mm -hmm. This is everybody is starting to leverage AI. The way we've approached it uh, is number one, work in partnership with our customers, understand their challenges, their vulnerabilities, their priorities. And we do that at a very senior level to really understand wh where is their head on AI. And because we want to make sure that as we proceed forward and begin to deploy AI more within the product or a set of products is that we're, we're keeping in mind that the customer's needs. That's, that's, that's job one. And then in a, when you talk about human in the loop, because we're just starting out on this journey, it seems that it's you know, smart to make sure we have a human in the loop or at least on the loop to be involved in you know, how we begin to execute and leveraging AI. I think in the not too distant future, there's going to be certain capabilities, certain AI functionality that we will be able to run. And we'll probably, by that, I mean, it, we'll be able to leverage it and use it, but we will know that there is, if you will, um, a corral around that AI that it is used for XYZ functionality and is not, you know, widely deployable toward, you know, more negative ends or for in widely or deployed in a problematic way, if that makes any sense. And which I, I, I definitely want to get your thoughts, Paul, on, on, you know, the needs, what those needs are and the primary cybersecurity concerns related to the deployment of AI technologies. And, and of course, you mentioned it's everybody's deploying it because it goes in various amount of industries. Everybody's doing this. So we know that AI is introducing new attack vectors and it's increasing the overall attack surface for those malicious actors that you mentioned and deep fake attacks. I know we talk a lot about on the podcast and, you know, these pose significant threats to organizational cybersecurity teams. What are the main challenges that you're seeing out there? And, and perhaps one of the, you know, what are the, if the question were to see what's keeping you up at night, Paul, that, that you're seeing that are really serious likelihoods from reliance on AI? Uh, it, it is so early now. It's, it's really hard to, to, to you know, understand which way 
this is how this is going to ultimately unfold. All right. uh, I think anybody anybody who thinks that they've you know um, got the tiger by the tail on this one, I think is 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 making a mistake. But what what, what we do understand as far as the application of AI is that we know because we just did a, a survey via CSO about a month about a month ago that. When it comes to monitoring, you know, 34% want to use AI for monitoring, uh, 33% want to use it for risk, risk assessment, 29% want to use it for, you know, uh, threat, threat analysis. You know, those are, you know, three big areas where we can see this being, you know, see, see where this could be, um, AI can be leveraged. And that get that's input back from you know customers at a at a VP plus level as to where their heads are. Well, I think where their heads are are actually where we are too. And so when we think about actual implementation at Splunk, it's you know how how can you use if you will NLP natural language processing to structure queries rather than having to know how to code um, uh, for using the Splunk platform. And, and those are the kind of things that, you know, are those stair-step approach to, yeah, we're in sync with our customers. We're helping them. We're reducing the burden on teams. We're reducing the time for mean time to detection and response. You know, those are the pillars that we need to be building AI on to make sure we've got our we've we've got a um, a solid comprehensive way of approaching AI and just the same on the defense side, looking at how not defense but looking at how adversaries are starting to leverage AI will be just as important. And so it's I think it's up to the security vendors in this space, not just Splunk, but every vendor that's doing security or even running IT systems, they're going to have to have knowledge and an understanding of what's going on and how adversaries are looking at the application of AI as well. So this this balance, how do we do this balance where we're actually staying ahead of adversaries? And it's it's going to be it's going to be difficult. I agree. Paul, I think a good way to end it to kind of pick your brain uh, of this technology that's merging, you know, the risks and the benefits. I kind of want to end it on a fun futuristic question. Just being somebody who's been in technology, somebody who's been in security for a long time, where is the future really going, you know, with this? You mentioned, and we all know it's here to stay, and it's only going to get more powerful as the years go by. And it advances even more. I'm interested in, a, in somebody like you and your experience and how you've seen technology just advance over the years. Where do you see this? And what are the key benefits that you see and the risks that come with it in, in the future? Of, you know, I don't know if we want to dive into five or 10 years from now, but, you know, that that is a future and it'll it'll come quickly. So interested to see uh, to hear what you your thoughts are there, Paul. I think we're going to see automation like we like we've never seen before in the context of defending systems. Our our abilities to stay on top of what's happening uh, on networks and inside uh, data systems is going to be uh, wholly different within a very short period of time. By that, I would say like three years. 
to make this really happen and feel a level of comfort, I do think, as many people say, we have to have clear AI regulations or standards into place that are verifiable. The verifiable piece is the, is the, the most challenging element to, to keep in place, if you will, over time, because this is very much of a moving target. I think that the way we defend cyberspace in three years is going to be largely driven through automation and in, in the context of AI. And I think there's definite reason to be optimistic about what we will be able to do in order to better defend networks. And, you know, all while the way, we're becoming more and more dependent on IT networks, you know, and with each year in passing. So and yeah, I'm, I'm bullish, I'm optimistic as to where uh, we will ultimately land in leveraging AI for automation that will have a far more resilient uh, infrastructure, and I didn't really talk about this earlier, but I, d I do want to touch on it. We talk a lot about cybersecurity. I think the term cybersecurity is going to fade a bit, and the term will be resilience. It's mm -hmm. how do we ensure that whatever, whenever we're using IT information systems, how do we know that those systems are resilient and they can weather a bad day? That's that's the other major element I would highlight. So we have automation and we have resilience. Those two will be key uh, going forward. And resilience, uh, I can't say enough about how that must be the ultimate strategy rather than just saying cybersecurity, which is, quote, an old DOD term can be seen as a self-flicking uh, ice cream cone. <laughs> we we really want we re, we really want to make sure that these networks are robust and solid and resilient. There also could be a chief resiliency officer in the near, in the near future. <laughs> <laughs> Move over, chief revenue officer. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's it is great just to talk with you, Paul, and uh, I'm sure this com this conversation could go so many. Uh, different ways to and and for another hour i'm sure but um we'll have plenty of of splunk episodes uh, coming your way on the millennium live podcast and thank you to our listeners who uh specifically in cybersecurity and in resiliency transformational CISO assembly this year is in february 27th 28th the first one of the year it's our 28th edition and that is at the jw marriott in atlanta and we'll see you there thanks again paul for joining us and uh, we'll see you soon. Thank you very much for the opportunity. <laughs>